This is our new theme song. This is the actual uh, song to our movie. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. It's a podcast. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is how you found us on the podcast verse. And you can find us at muniradio.fm. You can download us directly from there. You can use any kind of tune-in, twist-in regular podcast reader or listen to us live Sunday 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 5 to 7 East Coast Time uh, where Carl is located in New Jersey do you like our new theme song I'm bumping your old theme song but that's alright Columbus how Columbus does carry on oh he carried on a lot of people carry on and, and remain calm but not Columbus yeah I know he's he, like wayward son Carry on my wayward son That's Paul Brumbaugh Made that same joke Ten minutes ago <laughs> On his show And I promote You know I promote Our movie yeah. On the Edge of the Sanity Podcast That's like a highlight People write letters in And the letter says Hey it's me Mike I'm running late <laughs> So this is a movie uh, We watch a movie A full length movie On YouTube As our podcast You listen to the podcast And watch the movie On YouTube With us At the same time and we can sit through a lot of movies. A lot of movies I know about, including this film. Carl, what is the movie? This film is the last of the Carry On series. It is called Carry On Columbus. Carry On Columbus. And search for that in YouTube. And I recommend Roy Darter, the publisher Roy Darter. Roy Darter will be the... Uh, go ahead, he's um, hosting it. P-E-R. Yeah. All right, I see Roy it. Roy as in Roy a C. And we are listening to the uh, theme song. This movie came out in 1992. Right. Which is 500 year anniversary of when Columbus discovered America. Yeah, that's exactly right. There were three movies this year about Columbus. Those two serious ones and uh, Carry On Columbus. <laughs> All right. And so Carry On Columbus beat him at the box office. All three were flops. Oh, how funny is that? Oh, we're going to watch a winner. Uh, this is the yep. Christopher Columbus who won something. Yep. Here it is. 1942, Conquest of Paradise. Uh. The other movie was called Christopher Columbus, The Discovery. All three films flop, but Carry On Columbus took in more money. That's insane. And this is for a comedy series that stopped for decades. 
Uh, yeah, actually, this is like a reboot that didn't reboot it. Oh, all right. Well, this sounds good. Uh, we are going to hope you have clicked the link already and hit pause. So you have it at zero, zero, zero. And our Countdown King himself in the flesh, not recording, but live here in the yeah. studio, Mr. Paul Brumbaugh will count us down to uh, play the movie at the same time. What's happening, Carl? What's happening? Let's get ready to Brumbaugh. I'm just, it's, a, it's my highlight of my Sunday when I get to talk to you guys. So That's a blast. really quality pun that Carl did. Let's get ready to Brumbaugh. Let's get ready to Brumbaugh. <laughs> All right, gotcha. The microphone's hanging down from like the ceiling now. I got it. Cool. All right, time to carry on, Columbus. You guys know the drill. Put your finger over that little triangle and get ready in three, two, and one. All right. We are launched. We are launched. We're in outer space. Oh, shit. We're discovering a country. Oh, my God. We're going to get a hit by Earth. Island world. That's like some cult or something like that. Or dressing. Island world dressing. Have you tried that? Mm. That was an island. <laughs> oh, a comedy house production. Thank God. That was yeah. going to be tragedy house. That's what we're here for. <laughs> a Roger Stone production. What? Carry on Columbus. Wait a minute. This is not the porn version. So these guys are like world famous and they've been in the series forever and I have no well, idea. they've been in the series forever, yeah. They're not world famous, otherwise we'll know them. But they're the Police Academy's uh, uh, cast. Alexi Sales, I know. Yeah. Rick Myro, well, close member in the young ones. ones. Charles Fleischer, that is Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Larry Miller, the comedian. That's the American from Long Island. Yeah. With the five ways to drink. They you they definitely you could tell them. So we're listening to normal music right now. We're not listening to that techno 1992 Carrie Ann Columbus. Uh, that's not in the oops, film. Oops, I mean, oops, you sold it oops. as if it was in the film, but not part of the court. film. So we're looking at all the names, and these names just mean a lot. If you know who Charles Fleischer is. And yeah. you're from American, you're probably British and know who these other people are for the same arcane reasons. So. <laughs> oh, this is all British. I love the accent. Oh, yeah. I know the the, the uh, subtitles Potter. are like spells it with a O Y R. It's really weird. TV from Friends. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's Phoebe There's again? There's hardly any connection like that. All right, so joke China. China has tea. Oh, by the way, Carl, there's a, a saying we have in the Bay Area, and I just want to say it to you. I appreciate you, and I'm not here oh. to judge your comedy or to give you a hard time okay. when I fuck up with a oh. movie choice. That was oh, my. That was all me last week. So I, I apologize, Carl, and I appreciate everything you do. Well, sure. Listen, I think that uh, something happened last week that I don't even know about because I feel great about last week. So okay. thank you for it. But yeah. yeah. All right, so love you, man. Love you, man. Uh, so 1492 absolutely. turkey. Mm-hmm. That's some old turkey. Oh, my God. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is some okay, very cool turkey. The young ones right away. Yeah, he's great. He's making grimaces. So he's the sultan of Turkey, and he's taxing people. Oh, you've seen this film. Yeah, exactly you know what? I, I watched it before. I watched it earlier this morning. But I mean, it's Rick from the young ones. That's why I love it. And there's not not the hippie one. Nigel was his name. Oh, no, that's Nigel right there. That's the hippie. Yeah, yeah it is the hippie. That's yeah. Oh, Come Nigel's on, Rick, planner. You're really bringing me down, Rick. 
Ben, get down here right now. So in 1992, they're like, you know what we need for this reboot? That 1980s cast from the young ones. Okay, here we have Kato from Pink Panther movies. Oh, right. Oh, let's take a listen. Oh, the other one? Here's Rick. Oh, this one is Ginger. Oh, is he? Well, perhaps you better give him a stick of rhubarb then. Pharmaceutical. He's a Ginger. <laughs> I'll say. Woohoo! You know, uh, remember th- they used to be called redheads. I wish we could go back to those days. Why do we got to make them a race? Well, the joke is er, so it sounds like her. So you could say any word that ends with er and be like <laughs> danger. Uh, I bet I would. Uh, I bet I danger. <laughs> Does it have to make sense? <laughs> you know, they were giving a calling in t- uh, attendance. Oh, he's beating up Bert right there. Uh, and uh, they yeah, said you they, don't beat up Cato, right? I mean, Cato could fight. Yeah, watch your back. Don't turn your back on Cato. Well, they called out uh, Wanamaker's name, and they said Wanamaker. <laughs> yeah, I want to make her, of course. Yeah, oh, dude. That's what I said, and then Who, I had to go to the principal's Wanamaker? office, and then I had to go to therapy, and uh, they had to expel me from school for a little bit. It was rough. Yeah. I shouldn't have made that joke. And I'm trying to make some girl. Oh, here comes the okay, smelly guy. Here comes our plot, okay? Our right. plot just walked in the door. Literally. He, and the plot stinks, apparently. So is the but hippies going to get a hot foot joke? He's like, he's going to say, I'm hot off the messenger trail and his feet are going to be on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, there they are. There, oh. That's the special effects budget right I there. I pay you all. <laughs> he's being so Rick right now. But no, what was the hippie's name again? I forgot. Ne- Neil, I think. Neil. It was Neil. <laughs> he's Nigel something. Planner, I think. His hair is all covered up. Well, these guys are prolific. I mean, Rick Mile passed away. I'm not sure it's that of a yeah, friend. he did. Yeah. He suddenly did. It was like 56. So, um, okay, the, the message from the messenger, who's just got back from Lisbon, Spain, is that, um, or Portugal, it is, is that uh, Christopher Columbus claims that he can do a route to the Indies across the sea. And if he can, then no more traffic would go through Turkey, and our sultan here would become poor. Oh, because the sultan is taxing anything that's going past his land. Bingo! So, so his plot t- is to go get send agents to fucking fuck that Christopher Columbus up. Is there education shoved in this plot? Because I came to see Carry On Columbus. I didn't come here for a fucking <laughs> history lesson. Oh, it's stop. a flimsy backstory. Uh, hello. Speaking of flimsy, this movie came out in 1992, but this scene mm-hmm. we're watching looks like it's straight out of 1964, right? I mean, this this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at her but dance. So I couldn't see the series, of course, but I watched the documentary, which basically was funny clips and people getting interviewed. Yeah. And it seems like they did one every single year from 1958. So just by its name, the new carry-ons out, it, it got some traction. And then it was always like just stupid humor throughout the, like very, you know, campy, sexy, yeah. racist, like just. Well, yeah, that's, there's a lot of Chinese jokes in this movie, uh, starting <laughs> with Bert. And then uh, Ch- there's some Chinese laundry jokes in this movie. It's 1992. Uh, well, yeah, when they go see the natives on land, they, they did Chinese laundry jokes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that, like crazy. So here, 
he's saying, I want you to go to Spain. I guess it's Portugal, though. He said Lisbon. And get with the guy who's the spy and fuck up Christopher Columbus. Now, here's Christopher Columbus hey. in Lisbon. And he's in the he's a regular in the, in the Carry On movies? This guy is way a regular, yeah. yeah. This is Jim Dale. He was, like, way back. He wasn't in the first one in 58, but Which I see. he goes way back. Uh, Turner Classic Movies showed the first three Carry On movies, and they're pretty what? nondescript, like uh, yeah. child schoolboy uh, chronicles, where there'll be, you know, once in a while a blue joke might arise. You know, Ginger, I would stick a rhubarb <laughs> up there, that type of thing. <laughs> which is the joke from 1992. <laughs> which the year, what, Dumb and Dumber conquered America? I mean, it's just. Oh. Uh, well, for this, this was a look back at a time that was gone. I think it died in... 70s, maybe. The 80s. 80s, Yeah, maybe. like, maybe. But just it dipped its toe in the water of the 80s, like, 81, because this thing went away. And this was their attempt at a reboot. And I don't know. Everybody hates this movie. I think it's funny. I do. Um, yeah, but I think it's funny. But, I mean, it was voted the worst... Okay, here's the stats. This film was panned. The film war won the inaugural Jester for a Lifetime Achievement in Film at the British Awards in December 1990. So uh. it was, like, made fun of. And Peter Rogers, the executive producer, accepted the award, like, and he dedicated to the dead, departed members. Well, because, oh, yeah. Well, maybe some people passed away. But, I mean, you know, a comedy this series is silly would definitely accept the award. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. He cut his ear off. He did. I hope he makes well, a he pun. Was, he was surprised by... Look, he talks into it. Hey, didn't Reservoir Dogs come out in 1992? Where a guy gets it off? I don't know, because I missed Reservoir Dogs and learned later. I walked in 20 minutes late, and I missed the whole beginning. The first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. I and think it was with, the same. In a Quentin year. Tarantino film, you can't do that. No, you gotta sit. You gotta sit through the whole six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Carry on. Cast members have spoken negatively about the film. In 2004, a poll of British film actors, technicians, writers, directors on the British cinema, Carry On Columbus was voted the worst British film ever made. No shit. Which I disagree with. Yeah, but it's, it's a, I'm so proud our show is showing the worst British movie ever made. An exclusive. <laughs> In some people's opinion. This movie's funny. Now, look, that guy, you've seen him on The Young Ones, but. That's Alessi like Sales. He, he was the he, landlord. He's a naval spy. You see his joke? Oh, he's a naval spy because he's looking through a peephole that's uh, on, on the navel of a sea. Uh, God damn it! Uh oh, you're Mermaid. talking to an audience that's not listen, that's not watching. Oh, you have movie to be. You us. just you would have seen a bare ass, right? If you were watching this movie, so <laughs> tut tut on you. I think it was Grizzly. <laughs> yeah, that's Grizzly oh. bear. Ew! He actually splat that shit in the guy's eye, right? <laughs> or are they put the makeup on. That was the the first glory hall ever. <laughs> and it's where and stuff came right through. Yeah, he should have never stuck his eye to the glory hole. It's not like Porky's. Porky's is rated R. Okay, plot twist. Plot twist. Okay. This guy comes in the store and goes, "Hey, you're Christopher Columbus. I heard that you were looking for a route across the ocean. Right. Well, look, here's one in Hebrew from my friend Machayim. I don't know. Moshi. Mo I, yeah, it is Moshi, right? Moshi. Moshi. <laughs> Which is 
Yeah. He is really kind of a racist. I mean, that's a modern. Well, you know, can I, can I tell you, in Hebrew, in Hebrew school, I was taught that Christopher Columbus took all the Jews from Italy and got them the fuck out of Italy. That's what I learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know, that the Pinta, the Santa Maria, or whatever. Right. Jews. Just filled with Jews getting the fuck out of well, Italy. Well, this guy is um, a converted Jew. This is his third film within the Carry On series, and uh, it's Bernard Cribbins. He's very famous. Oh. To English people. And so he just showed up late to the party with these guys. Well, he says, I've got a way. And the guy goes, well, I have everything you need to get there. And I, you have the way there, but I don't have a ship. So we have to go to Queen of Spain and kiss her ass oh, and get, get the ship. money. Meanwhile, our Turkish spies are watching the whole thing. Okay, finally, Spain. Sounds Spain, good. Yeah. Oh, this no, is, the Inquisition sounds bad. That, yeah, this is the Spanish Inquisition guy. And, is that true? Because uh, like, I thought that was during the dinosaurs. But I got Spanish my history Inquisition? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're thinking of the Crustacea. Oh, Spanish yeah. Inquisition <laughs> was actually in the 1400s in Europe. Listen, Roman Catholic was very threatened. I mean, it didn't have... It, there was a lot of Martin Luthers we don't know about in history. This is a... Okay. This is, so not only is this a history lesson, this movie, it's also religion's history. Well, it's not really a history lesson because the way that they're going to find out if somebody is Jewish or Muslim is offer them a ham sandwich. And if they say no, <laughs> so it's not really historic. Huh. Well, that's the British uh, humor about their feelings about Jews. It's pretty funny. And Muslims, they mentioned. Okay, so they're going to... They're in Spain now, and they're uh-huh. worried about the Inquisition. So they're about to get offered ham sandwiches. Well, Spanish ham is delicious. I don't know what they do to it, but man, it's just a different mm. taste. It just has an accent of spice. Yeah, it has a, a different, a good texture. A hint of, maybe it's not made in a fucking factory. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Will he eat it? He's pretending when he converted. He's just uh, keeping an eye out. That guy there is the um, son of our Christopher Columbus character. And he's married to that uh, Fatima woman who is like looking like I Dream a Genie. Fatima woman. Yeah, no, I like Fatima woman. She's good in this movie. Fatima, that's her name in oh. the beginning. All right. She's off. That's her pretending to be a nun right now, Fatima. She's well. undercover. Working for the Sultan. I will have none of that. <laughs> I should write her a letter. Let her know I said that. Oh, don't, no. no. That's, don't, that's nonsense. It is nonsense. You know, thank God for nuns, because otherwise, who would explain it all to me? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, uh, we used to burn nonsense and uh, sage. We used to oh, burn yeah, sage, sage and nonsense. <laughs> was, <laughs> okay, somebody's coming, so she stupidly thinks it would be the best idea is to get into bed with him. Sacrilege. She's dressed as a nun. A dirty habit. It is. A, that's good. Yeah. I guess that's old as the hills. I'd never heard it before. Dressing up as a nun. It's a, it's a habit. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a compulsion. Yeah. It's, it's taking over my life. Do you know how they got in the title Sister Act? Uh... <clears throat> Justine Bateman and Jason Bateman were doing a show. 
uh-huh. and Justin whispered to Justine, sister act. <laughs> Already, come on, they're paying us. <laughs> and she said, sister act two. And that's how the sequel, that's how they got the title. By the way, this is the only film ever of the Carry On series that doesn't feature anyone who was in the original 1958. They all, really? all the others did. Well, I mean, it's 90s. It makes sense. Well, because, all right, so I've seen the first three. It's like Carry On Sergeant or Carry On Nurse. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they they do reprise there's the same actors but they're, they're playing like different same roles you know what I mean like so instead of yeah. a school or an academy it's now a hospital yeah. but then I know Carry On Cleo is a notoriously bad movie uh, which is their parody of the Cleopatra movie from the 60s uh-huh. yeah and I saw that in the documentary part you know clips from it okay so Columbus is before Okay, we just saw the king and the queen, and right now we're meeting, like, I don't know, she's some countess lady, and her daughter, she's marrying off to an old geezer so that she can be, they can own the Canary Island. So that's the king and queen. She is ace, jack, ten. Right now we're not looking at the queen. We're looking at some 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 royalty lady. Well, this is what I definitely want to see in 1992. You are bequeathed to this old fool. He's talking to a statue. Were you like really anxious? Like, which Christopher Columbus movie am I going to see first this year? This continuum. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is 1992, and this one is 1492, so I better catch up. <laughs> okay, so one of the actors, and I'll look it up, um, he thought, okay, his agent called and said, Christopher Columbus movie. And the actor got all excited. He thought it was 1492. He thought it was an epic, right? Right. Just calling back his agent. I will take the paw. I'll take the paw. This one, he was offered Carrie on. Seriously, the agent hung up, called Carrie on Columbus, and said, he'll do it. He loves it. Right away. Send us the script. What? And he got muscled into it. That's why he's in this movie. Well, I don't know. I mean, he probably found out about it right away. He didn't have to. They didn't sign a contract that day. But it's just like, I'm in the 1492. Yes, tell them yes. He says, carry on Columbus. One of them was directed by, like, Tony Scott or Ridley Scott. And the other one one had Marlon Brando in it. I mean, they were all big deals. I guess, I don't know. Should I really bother, you know, sort of uh, see them? You know, it's funny. Today in Netflix with streaming, we binge watch, uh-huh. and I would be doing that, but to something from 58, I would be binge watching 59, 61, 63. The year? I, I don't know. It's very, it's funny that I'm binge watching, which is something for our, like, today's world in which we drop a series, but I'm binge watching from history. Okay, never oh, mind. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> All right. You had to be there. No, I got it. It's a year-by-year thing. <laughs> You're picking every year. They keep recommending the wrong year at the end. Okay, so this King Ferdinand here, like an original actor, was offered the part, and he was like, no, this script is a joke, and he didn't do it. (laughs) Then the next guy, who was original member two, said, I'll do it, and then he died. So then they just got this guy, who wasn't in the movies, but he was third choice, and... He he was terrible in it. He doesn't really act in this. 
what he says is, what are your, you know, we're poor. We don't have any money. Look how they're sharing one candle. It's supposed to be a joke about that. Right. They can't read the, their books because they're in bed together. They're in bed uh, together? I thought back then they slept in separate beds. Well, they are talking about how he's lavishing gold on his mistresses, so. Oh. So he, he <laughs> should have an erection about now. Look how they're completely fully dressed. Don't you dress like this before you go to bed? You put on your hat and your... Uh... When I'm at my sister-in-law's house, yes. <laughs> oh, you wear pants like you have like... A, oh, yeah. yeah. Hitched up belt, the whole deal. Socks. No, yeah, slippers, strap. slippers. I wear flippers just to prevent motion and a jock strap to prevent access. That's good. In case you sit at the squat... Like, if you get the paper in the morning for them, they don't want to see anything. Oh, <laughs> this is why you shouldn't smoke in bed. Right. You'll burn up. Okay, so the next they day. had kicked him out because he wanted too much, but now they've changed their minds, and they're giving him the ship and the money. Great. All right. Okay, see this evil Inquisitor guy? He never comes back again, really. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. He's he's just menacing in this one scene. Here you go. You for everybody seen this. I'm so sorry. Like, very well. You know it well. Okay, here they're going to talk to him. This document is the record of an early voyage. And because of this, we are reconsidering your terms. Come closer, Christopher. Uh, uh, oh, it's Christopher, it's Christopher now. now. Uh, <laughs> this is good. This is like, you've watched, have you, have you been served, right, ever since that show? The, Are you being served? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that from PBS. PBS, uh, right. They show it in between test, uh, test broadcasting and emergency broadcasting. <laughs> and public service announcement blocks. It's just like, well, put on some Are You Being Served? Then we'll do our... Mm -hmm. Okay, scene. so now here's Christopher Columbus. He's got his money, yeah. but he needs a crew. He doesn't have a crew, so it's time to go fishing a fisher of men. Oh, we do it the San Francisco way. You drug their drink, mm -hmm. you break their legs, and they wake up on a boat going to Shanghai. On the roof. Yeah. Shanghai. Yeah. They wake up on the roof, see? They, the roof, see? <laughs> uh oh, speaking of roof. Look how roofies. short she is. She's an original. Oh, I'll say. Is that not the same poly girl? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Put that away. She's oh what they like they haven't been in every single movie. Her cleavage is probably <laughs> in every single movie from 1958 on. You're not going to catch a nip slip. It's too well done. Theater owner, I believe I went to see Christopher Columbus, a, the Discovery, and instead I went to see uh, oh there's a Jewish guy, Star David. Well, okay, so the thing is, they're at risk for the Inquisition. So Christopher Columbus is like, sail away with me. And this is why I learned in Hebrew school. So they say like, hey, Jews, why don't you just come into the boat and get the fuck out of here? And they're like, well... Well, yeah, I mean, Spain and the Inquisition was uh, like, hey, Jews, get off of my cloud. Hey. I believe so. I think isn't that a Don't Sunday hang song? around because he's a crowd. Oh, <laughs> Do you know that song? Uh, yeah, sure. Brown sugar. Oh, right? yeah, you do know it. Yeah. 
Oh, where's the snake? Oh, he's going to leg, right? Now, once again, that's Fatima. And remember, it's his, in real life, daughter-in-law. Oh. Weird, all right. His leg, looking for a snake. So they fall in love in this movie? Yes, they do. Oh, <laughs> gross. Low adventure semen. I'm really proud that they didn't make a single semen joke in this movie. Yeah, that's right. They, but I'm not. I think they missed an opportunity, but okay. <laughs> like now, 17 opportunities. This, this guy, I recognized his face, and I thought, oh, he's some famous English actor. But uh, the truth is, he, he is of note, but I knew him from Bill Murray's movie, The Man Who Knew Too Little. Oh, a really? A film I love. A yeah. Film I love. Santa Rosa. That movie takes place in Santa Rosa, California, which is in the Bay Area, and uh, it's cool. a pretty funny movie. I mean, it captures what that place is like. He's an accountant. Huh. And he's coming on the ship. Oh, really? That's pretty to watch, sweet. You know, sent by Spain to watch the... Uh... All hands on deck. Do you really need me? I'm an accountant. Oh, yeah, you go right. back to your room. That's right. He does all the time. He's just such a passenger. But he ends up being holed, right? He's, he's in the hole, not an, uh, a, ga- you know, a, a place for him. And uh, he has to share it with a very campy gay guy. Right. Who I love, by the way. He's terrific. Here he is. There he is. There he is. The doorkeeper? No, I'm the governor. It's the doorkeeper's day off. That's a great line. Are you the doorkeeper? Yeah. No, I'm the governor. It's the doorkeeper's day off. All right, so we like him immediately. So the thing is, he never does anything like that's like gay. He always does stuff that's campy and suggestive, and he's going to do it through the whole film. I right. know you've seen this, but... No, it's good. But now, is he a regular? Is he part of the police yeah. academy? Yeah, uh, police academy. I don't the know. British, the British. Excuse me. The British. Oh, police gotcha. Yeah, he's a member. Well, okay, let me look him up. Yes, the, he's definitely in other ones. So, um, how many police academy movies were there? There were eight. If I may answer my own question, and the last <laughs> one was direct to video in America, but theatrically released internationally. This comedy series is 31. I can't, it's like, Avon and Costello, did they have 31 movies? Who did 31 movies? I don't think so, no. Who, I mean, what comedy group did 31 comedy movies? There have been horror movies galore. There's been, you know, mm-hmm. James Bond is 25 films, officially. Well, is James Bond in the running here? Well, yeah, I mean, so there's the, the, the broccoli-produced official MGM movies are going to hit 25. And there was Never Say Never Again. There was the original Casino Royale. There was probably mm-hmm. another Bond movie here and there that I'm not thinking of. Remember we saw Cato in the beginning? Yeah. He was in uh, Casino Royale and You Only Live Twice. And it was the same year. Interesting. Wow, that's okay, pretty so- and then what it was we're Black having Poles. now is a bunch of cameos All right. of people who have been in earlier films. Uh, let's see. But we we never seen. I mean, I, I I don't remember the first three films, and I know that there are a couple of them on YouTube. Uh, Carry on, Dick from nineteen seventies is on there. <laughs> I guess he's a detective. Yeah. Or a real dick. What a dick. 
We just decided to... We worked with a new guy, and uh, it's called Carry On, You Fucking Asshole. <laughs> One time for two seconds, uh, I considered a career in uh, uh, being a private investigator. Because I was just looking for a job, and there was some private investigator stuff. And so I, started uh -huh. call, I called up a bunch of places and applied and everything. And that's, they called them dicks. They did. They said, look, you want to be a dick, you got to think this through. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they meant it like, um, like Dick Tracy and just as a, you know, ha-ha, it says dick. But they say it so often, it's just the regular word. Well, because you, you don't have time to say tech dev. Right? That's three <laughs> syllables. So you got to shave two of those syllables off. Yeah. The thing is, it's really not dick at all. It's the letter D and then detective. Detective. Whenever you say detective, you don't go dick detective. You say. Yeah, dick detective, dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, next time you see a police officer, by, please pronounce the detective's name by the proper honorable name Dick Detective. Dick Detective. So have you heard anything about this, Dick Detective? I don't have to tell you. <laughs> what do you need to know, Dick Detective? What seems to be the problem, Dick Detective? All right, that's it. You're going to the station. Okay, so now the governor has decided that it sounds great to go on this voyage, and he's leaving his whole governorship, and he's signing up. Wow. Uh, and now he's sharing the hold with um, uh, the man who knew too little guy. Well, I have great accents. He's so campy. I got to re-see this movie. So here's, I love this joke. So yes. they're in the Good hole pleasure. right now. Right, they're in the hole. Hold. In the hold. And they're, to keep in the hold, they're lowering a barrel, a barrel wide. barrel of wine for the two of us. Right. He's a barrel of wine for the two of us. Right. He thinks he's getting his cabin provisioned. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts drinking the barrel of wine. Him, yeah. and, the, him and the other stogie guy. Yeah, that's a great joke. Now, who was in uh, Reservoir Dogs who was the famous actor? Uh, Keith, uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Uh, Keith you get from when you grind a lot of weed and it's in the bottom of your grinder, <laughs> Keith. No? Is that called the Keith? That's Keith, man. The dust from the shit that you'd grind. Mm-hmm. That's Keith? Yeah. That's cool. I've learned something new today. Oh, let me spell it for you. Uh, uh, K. K. <laughs> Q. It's uh, K-E-I-T-H. It's uh, not I-E. You know yeah. how to spell queef? Queef, yeah. Q-U-E-I-T-H. All right. Well, it has nothing to do with anything, but you should really, you know, grow up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you. You know, when queefs are in your real life, you know you have a good sex life. Oh, you think it's like a compliment, like a high five, like a hype man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. surfing after a good meal. Right. <laughs> That's like when she applauds someone else in the audience goes, yeah. Oh, they are fucking tamered off the first barrel and they're still yeah, descending right. more. Wow, His man. His name it's... is Julian Clary and he's openly gay and deliberately stereotypical with this camp style uh, okay so he won celebrity big brother number 10 in <laughs> that's great congratulations 
Celebrity Big Brother. He's the winner. 2012. 2012. Wow. People yeah. still love to watch him. Who? Let me see. Guess who the other celebrity was? Someone who was not on the Carry On films. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like D-list celebrity because if you're an American, right? Yeah. The fact that he was known and like nobody knows who he, you know, celebrity. But what, is he really? But there's like a UK version of uh, celebrity. Big oh, brother. do you think it was that? It could be. Okay. Because they're big in England. Well, I uh, lifted this like a trivia kind of thing. Did you know? You know, Help. so it was on his actor's page. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. That's a, That was originally a British one. Get me out of here. <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> you just crack a gag. Do you ever see that one like Stuttering John was on it? He's like, get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Oh. I did, and Melissa Rivers. Yeah. And it was called that? Oh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You've you seen my tattoo. That's what it's a reference to. You have a tattoo? It says, get me out of here, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You were on NPR that one time. I was. You have I, IMDB page. I have a one IMDB page, that's right. Yeah. And you were. Um, I did something in 1999. Were you the star? You were like a co-actor in uh, 38 Geary, and that's well known. That's that is in there. I don't think 38 Geary is listed, but uh, mm. his friend did a movie too, and that movie's listed. And that's around the same time. It was short. That was shot in an old bar called The Attic. That was that was fun. The, the Simpletons, I think it's called. The Attic. Yeah, my IMDb page has, I went to do a show, and there was a guy with a camera who was like, hey, I'm filming, listen, comedian, I'm filming a documentary. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> has anybody ever done this to you? And uh, it was like, here, sign this. And then I'm listed like as like comedian or like, I don't know, I've never seen it. But and so he, it just ended up. Yeah. So Ooh. thank you, man. I just did a show, and I, I'm listed on IMDb for it. So maybe I should do um, like a fish burgers one and then I, that'll tag you again and you'll have a second entry. What fish burgers are public access show from the 1990s. Okay. Now this is an arson and he's been sent by Fatima to, to who signed on pretending to be a boy called Tima. Um, just burn it a little bit so that he'll have to turn back home. All right, which he did. He threw a torch. Oh, in England, they call those fire torches. So people mm -hmm. don't mistake them for flashlights. Now, here's the other saboteur, who's our friend, uh, Alexi Sale. Yeah, the and landlord. He's going to sabotage it, too. So he does it by making a leak. And, of course, the leak puts out the fire. But <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I thought this was 1942. <laughs> Who wants to see the story of Christopher Columbus? Who gives a fuck? I, yeah. This movie's so bad. Tony Soprano uh, now celebrates na uh, Native uh, Indigenous People Day. That's how bad this film is. I so, um, yeah. the gay guy's plugging up the leak, right? So, I know you know because you've seen the film, but he goes up and he goes, we, there, we've had a leak We've just had a leak hole. in the hole. Oh, oh, did you? Well, next time, do it over the side. Do it over the side. <laughs> <laughs> we 
had a leak in the hole. Oh, well, next time, I say. <laughs> I love these accents. They're so... Yeah, I had to play that joke. I did watch this movie this morning, but that joke, like, that's the price yeah. of admission right there. I mean, they right. built that, sets. You know you've got your money's worth yeah. when you hear that joke. Oh, yeah, so he's in every one. He's the Bubba Smith of the Carry On films. Oh, actually, no, not true. Bubba Smith was not in the eighth one. You're talking about Jim Dale, the Christopher Columbus, right? Yeah, right. He was an 11 carry-on film. Wow. He, he was the young guy at at the time, you know? But in the 1960s, he was also a pop singer, if you could believe it. Huh. Oh, here we go. Poor thing. Oh, you're all wet. That's the joke. I bet you're all wet means yeah. something else. There she is, dressed as a boy. Yes, with a beard, ginger beard, and ginger mustache. Mm. Or blonde. Or woman, ginger. Um, okay, so he won... Okay, he narrated... That Jim Dale guy narrated seven of the Harry Potter audiobooks. Interesting, so people America, know him. And he got two Grammy Awards. Yeah, and I'm sure he has like retirement money for the rest of his life off of that. Yep, yeah, I and, walked into a school and they were listening to Jim Dale reading Harry Potter and all the kids were reading the books. That was this morning. I walked into a school. This, he was in uh, Disney's uh, Pete's Dragon. That was 1977. Oh, yeah, I, I remember him. What the hell is that? I think it's a little too hot. Sir. They are trying to poison the captain. Oh, right. But it looks too vile to eat. Because their mission is fuck him up. I can't believe that's the Dora Law, the actor. Or the captain. What? That uh, Yentl. That? Hey, Yentl came out in 92, right? This movie no. rips off of everybody. It rips off in 19. Yentl's not earlier than that? You think like Yentl's earlier? Maybe yeah, maybe it's 89. <laughs> well. What about uh, Milan? Ripping off Milan, which he poses as a. Is that the um, uh, animated? Yeah, and it has uh, Eddie Murphy as the dragon. Oh, that's dumb. I never saw that because I don't have daughters. Seriously. Yeah, There's no, so you're many... absolutely right. My you daughters. Know, one time I rented Frozen to see what everyone was talking about. Everybody with daughters has seen Frozen. I right. had to go rent it. Like six years after it Carl. was released. What is it? Carl, let it go. <laughs> that was a tough day yeah I saw that okay, at the, the theater who, oh yeah you saw he's frozen in the theater with yeah. Molly of course right yeah with my daughter and she cried at the end and this guy in yeah. front of me was on his phone the whole time and at the end of the film he said you know it really touched me when your daughter cried at the end and I wanted to say <clears throat> I couldn't see fucking shit because your goddamn fucking phone was on the whole fucking time lighting up the whole theater but uh, you know I didn't <laughs> you know, I was touched when you're... Yeah, you're going to get touched with my fist, buddy. <laughs> you talking about my daughter? Yeah, but you know what? Not, not, not a lot of kids like that movie. 
if you like it as a little kid and then you get a little bit older or you just see yeah. it passing, it doesn't stick. I know that uh, Milan was a popular movie in her elementary school, at least, and so she, we saw it on Netflix because of it. Right. Which one? Blonde? Milan. M-I-L-A-N. Oh, Milan. I had a Mercury Milan, but it's just, not, it's just not the same thing. No, it's just not the same thing. The guy who wrote this, right? Yeah. The thing got executive produced. They got the money from that, uh, I forget his name. And they, they were like, okay, we're on. So the guy had 10 days to deliver a script before they started filming. <laughs> oh, well, I, he must have went to the forest and chopped as much wood as possible because this is very wooded. <laughs> well, the, um, okay, he had a television special that almost nobody ever saw, like 20,000 people only saw it, called Carry On Christmas in 1970. So he took a lot of material from that. That's really interesting. Like, that was his nut, and then he built it out from that. The thing is, it's not about Columbus at all. Harry on Christmas, but a bunch of jokes. But you, he hated the end product. He thinks that everybody was miscast on it. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody liked this film who was in it. Everyone liked it who wasn't in it, who, you know, who was a viewer. Well, I would just feel ripped off. I mean, in a way, it's it's a rip off movie because it comes out as a gimmick uh, movie in the same the quintessential uh, 500th anniversary of uh, Christopher Columbus. They make a movie, right. and also knowing the fact that there are two big budget movies coming out that same year, so they kind of yeah. ride off the promotion on that, uh, sure. and they ride off the promotion that they're reviving a series that died in the 70s. And uh, so everyone comes on out yeah. to check it out. So you don't have to as a gimmick film. Like it's a, it's a rip off. You go and you go for one reason, and then they just rip you off. Well, I think that they. Hmm. I I don't know. You make good points. The thing is, you can tell that the the crew and every, I mean they're trying real hard. They mean it. Oh, I know, but it's, it's a very old fashioned produced film. I mean, this is this feels yeah. like a sixties film. Like it was, it was shot in the '60s. Like just the, mm -hmm. the the sets and the costumes and. Just, Is this the time in which they have the fog and they find the ghost ship? Oh, that's right, the ghost. But the, the ghost ship never shows up again. Yes. Well, because it wasn't a ghost ship. It wasn't. Come it on, was, you tell me there's no such thing as ghost ships. It was the governor of the Canary Island ship that was parked, actually, in dock. Oh, and because right. of the fog, they rolled up on the Canary Islands and didn't know it. And they're like, it's a ship! <laughs> so they think it's a ghost ship. Right. And they see, like, dinner. I was haunted by, by a ghost hot. ship. I was haunted by a ghost ship. You were personally? Yeah, but it was pretty ineffective because it would just be landlocked. <laughs> because you would you wouldn't you'd never be by the water? No, I was I was living in Kansas at the time. <laughs> just show where up did the it field. where did it port and wait for you? Lake Superior? Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> <laughs> a wheat field. Oh, Christopher Columbus, I hate you. Even though you brought some Jews out of the position. He's another veteran member. 
Now, this the is the Canary, Canary Island governor. Island. Okay. He's, yeah, look, I don't know which. What future has he got with a man old enough to be my father? Tom? He, that was his 11th film, his 11th carry on film. And it was his final film before he died in 2013 at the age of 81. That's his final film. Wow. All right. Job's a job. Get him canonized. Wow, look at that chicken. That's yeah, like several they, chickens at once. So we missed something, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Let's rewind. Way back when the uh, Fatima was sent to Portugal to bump into Alexi Sales' character. Yeah. On the street was Peter Grant, who was the ex-manager of Led Zeppelin, and the man is a legend. And we missed it. Uh, every time I've seen this film, this is the third time I've watched. Wow. I have missed that little bit. Uh, have you heard of, like, as someone who appreciates that music, have you ever heard of this guy before? Peter Grant? Yeah. Y- yeah. He was the manager of Led Zeppelin, and there are stories about him, like, he would go to a record shop. They would tour, tour America, you know. So he would go to some record shop that he found locally. He, this was a religion with him. Go in there, and he'd find bootleg LPs like have them live or something. He would confiscate them and he would like kick it. Like he worked it out. I don't know. You know how anybody, did you know anybody can give a ticket? Did you know that? Who kept a ticket? You go to the police station and you say, Mike Spiegelman parked illegally. I was there and I saw him do it. I want a ticket written and they have to write it. (laughs) Did you just fucking narc on me? You fucking snitched. You snitched on me. Listen, I was just parking there for a second. So, so they would go to, like, Des Moines, Iowa for a concert, right? And he would get in his dusty van during the day when everyone was at the hotel, and he would go to record shops and look for anybody who was selling bootleg Zeppelin stuff. And when he found it, he would give them a ticket and confiscate the material. And he'd, like, hit the place with the baseball bat. No, oh, this is fucking bullshit. I... Bollocks! I know. You know. I don't understand a word you're saying. I'm from Nebraska. I want you yeah, to go to to long haired record shop and uh, close it down. Oh, now, Jim Dale is playing real chords. I don't know if it's really him playing the music, probably not, but he's playing real chords. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, very professionally done. Mm-hmm. A lot of sound effects in this movie. When they're at the Canary Islands, my wife said, like, oh, a lot of bird song playing. I'm like, yeah. That was their funny joke. Oh, shit, pirates. Here comes Johnny Depp. Act cool, well, laugh at his jokes. Funny joke because, you see, the, the, they're going to load the royalty lady up onto the boat, which those guys think is the ghost ship. So they, they're spotted. So the guy who's on Columbus's team screams out, pirate, thinking it's, you know, the, and they hear that and they think it's their team going, there's pirates on the ship. It's, it was funny. So they both think each other are pirates. For this two second scene. God, that's really, is this, okay. yeah. Now, her, her boat is, of course, burnt to a crisp. So therefore, they have if to go she wants to go they're... back to Spain, she has to go with Christopher Columbus. And this is not historically correct. No, there isn't. There's there's no Santa Maria or Pinta or Nina. Yeah, that's right. On a boat. Yeah. None of this is right. He's probably wearing the wrong stuff. And not once did they sing "I'm on a boat" by featuring T Pain. That's true. 
So that Fatima lady, she was in Turkey, right? And then poof, the next day she was in Lisbon. Right. She took a plane. She teleported. See, that's the Star Trek connection in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But I looked hard for that, by the way. Yeah, uh, Carl makes sure he can find any actor who's in any Star Trek property and bring it up. This guy's right. carrying a loot box. Oh, it's going to crate. Those are my crate jokes. Those are crate. I, yeah, I really enjoyed. They're those pretty great jokes. Those are pretty crate crate jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like they're crating on my nerves. It doesn't matter. These jokes are really equivalent to the movie jokes, so we can't top them. You know, if you watch, if you heckle a bad movie for like a bad movie night, people don't like it because it's a comedy. But what's the truth right. is that your bad jokes are pretty much the same as their bad jokes. <laughs> right. Don't yeah. heckle me. Don't heckle me. Heckle the film. I'm playing to the cards that have been dealt. So she, he's not going back to Spain. He's lying to her. And she's very suspicious that they're going back to, they're not going to Spain. She could see it on the compass. Right. Because there's not much to do on the boat. Well, no, she just wants to go home. He's trying to find a passage to the Indies. She didn't come along for the ride. Let's go to Spain. Wow. So Alexis sales it lasts longer than Neil and Rick from the Young Ones. Those guys were just uh, in the opening scene and they're out. Yes. Right. And one of them's dead. Yeah, right. I don't remember which one, but I, I'm sorry to hear. Okay, now. All right, there's his now, daughter-in-law. Thi- right, this is, okay, check this scene out. He, she, as you know, you've seen again. the film. She's tricking him into thinking that it's a dream, an erotic dream. Oh, yeah, I get those all the time. No. She is so sexy, sexy. Go ahead, turn it on because it's the daughter, right. daughter-in-law. Look at this cute fat in your eyes. Well, it's too bad. It's too late. She's doing her sexy, sexy talk to her father-in-law. She is cute. Okay, now this is the daughter who's getting married to the old guy. So she's oh god, that's right. I remember stuff. that. That was in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to find some dude. Any dude will do. Oh, well, good. She's out of both full of semen. <laughs> yeah, she, you got to release some. There's a whole boat full. Yeah. She's on a semen diet. Every time she sees men, she goes on a diet. <laughs> yeah, well, what were you thinking? She doesn't feel attractive. <laughs> trying to lose weight. Okay, that's the, um, that's the chaperone, and that's the joke. She's just as horny as you are. Now, we've got to hear that joke about the shark. Let's listen. All right. Do you remember this joke? Yeah. You listen to the music. It's going to turn to Justine. Sharks. Man-eating sharks. This sea's full of them. Hey, mind you don't fall in. My goodness. You don't think they'd eat me whole? No. I'm told they spit that out. Oh, the Did you get it? Her genitals, they'll spit that out? They're, they're like gentlemen sharks? I am betrothed. No, they're gentlemen no. sharks, so they'll spit your genitals out. My fiance. Oh, they're gentle. Gentle, gentle sharks. Gentle shark. Of course. They're very genial. 
They're very religious sharks, so there's no sex before marriage. You don't think they'll eat me whole? No, I'm told they spit that part out. <laughs> Who the fuck so told funny. you that? Your father? What the <laughs> fuck kind of conversation is that? It's lines like that in this movie that that you are you're not getting ripped off. You are being yeah. You're getting paid. paid. This is exactly what you paid for. This that joke <laughs> holds up the movie, justifies the film. Well, that's what I feel because, like you mentioned, a TV show in 1950. This worked as a movie series because people would mm-hmm. go to the movies and then it would disappear and then another one shows up and it would be right apart, whatever. Like, uh, but and then I guess it was shown on TV, but they never did they do a TV series. Police Academy had a cartoon show and had a live action show. <laughs> That's so weird. Police Academy one did well at the box office, right? right? And then Police Academy two was like your regular follow up. And then they did Police Academy 3, which is like, back then, today you get the trilogies, but back then they were pushing it, remember? Yeah, oh no. Because it it didn't make money. All these films started to not make money, number eight, number nine, but they still did them. Well, because it it made money. I mean, like, if you think of the horror movies in the 80s, it was your your Friday the 13th and the uh, uh, Halloween movies. Nightmare on Elm Street. They came out almost every year, Uh, some of them every year. And then, so yep. here's a film that's not a horror f- uh, film series, but it's a comedy series, and they're being cranked out every year as if they were like a Freddy movie. And uh, <laughs> uh, what I always felt about those is that they made money, but you know, it was based on these characters and their one-note jokes. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love them. I've seen them all. We actually at Mini Radio did a, a, a movie heckling of all eight films. A that took hours and hours and hours. It was about a year's worth of uh, shows. Oh, you! Oh, okay. You didn't marathon them. You... No, we didn't. well, you know how there's there's some podcasts where they do like the Star Wars minute, where they break down a film minute by minute. I would uh-huh. love to do Police Academy, but I'll, I'll tell you the most telling scene in all eight Police Academies is in the first minute, where they have like a Chiron. And it says like, and uh, the ma- a female mayor decides to uh, have an open casting for uh, police academy uh, police applicants, and the joke was that the cast and crew of the movie The Right Stuff, which was shot in the Bay Area, were in San Francisco, and they right. report that the mayor Diane Feinstein was uh, uh, having an open call for a uh, new police academy uh, police. Uh, uh, applicants so they they made fun of her by saying like this female i mean why who gives a shit what gender the the mayor who announced this this initiative is but in the beginning of police academy they guess like the female governor or the female mayor right female female yeah so strange so that's how police academy was born you know um diane feinstein's name was born also uh, it was overseas in Germany, like when they were, you know, back in the 1100s when they were taking on last names. And they were like, you know, most people would be like Smith because what they did, like a blacksmith or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, sure. My Spiegelman in German is Mirror Man. So, right. That, yeah. For, for casting, uh, kill, with the kill, I don't, making it, making it. Making it, yeah, snorting cocaine off of it. 
<laughs> so Diane Feinstein, her, her great 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 grandfather, you know, he was loved beer, and then he was like, "That's a Feinstein right there." <laughs> I was like, "What do you name yourself?" You know, an alcoholic. He was. Oh, you're killing me! I was wondering where this was going. In pretty much nowhere. I'm sorry. We've got time to fill. Okay, yeah. So plot. Back to plot. Um, and perhaps. Okay. You could fetch me. The, the crew are going to mutiny. That's the plot. And she okay. is letting them know. And it's all because that governoress lady was like, I'll pay everyone a, a year's wages if they mutiny. So oh, and good. Take us back, back to, to Spain. Go back to Spain, España. Right. So that's what's about to happen. He's going to get, you know, the he's going to confront the mutiny and they're going to hang him. Uh, this is kind of nice. There's no world soccer going on right now, so they, there's no like uh... <laughs> the World Cup. Yeah, Look, that's daughter-in-law. That's real life daughter-in-law. Well, they hugged like their father-in-law and right. daughter-in-law. It was like an uncomfortable hug. Yay, you we're hugging. Feel comfortable with that tyke? Shouldn't we do it again? <laughs> it's fine, Jim. No, I really think I could do better. Yeah, we just got a note for Jim Jr. It's fine, he says. It's fine, Dad. Dad, it's fine. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> so Christopher Columbus is, of course, saying, we're going to hit land any day. And they're like, you said that yesterday and the day before. We're going <laughs> to And then uh, he's very clever about tricking them. Right? Right. Well, these guys fingers remember? crossed. Let's listen. All right. He, he says uh, the prayer to God. I think of life. That he's been a wicked man and he was a youth. pirate. I was a pilot. And he got a lot of money. A pirate? Oh, yes. Yes, I plundered and looted. But most of all... And he hoarded, hoarded all his treasure. I ask God's mercy. I just love how the music like plays a pirate tune every time he says, like, pirate. Instead like, da 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 so now he pledges now, all the treasure to everyone. To show that I bear no man any malice. Listen to the music I behind it. I give and among my fellowships. Oh, that's great. Haul away! Very good. Okay. Go ahead. You can hang me. Wait, 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 Where wait. Is Where is the treasure? You're holding it. It's not the road. The fortune. Oh, the fortune. Yes, that is buried under an olive tree in Andalusia. they break camera they break they break out of the movie and go into real life the two actors lose it okay it's sort of like on carol burnett when they can't stop laughing right and they kept it in the film the joke is he calls back he's about to kill the guy and he calls back how he gets out of it he buried a treasure Okay, go ahead. Let's listen. Let's listen. All right. Yes, of course I can. Okay, here he goes. Can you give me one good reason why I don't have you hanged? Yes. I used to be a pirate. 
I've got all these gold berries, and I want to share it with you. <laughs> I'll deal with you. Later. Master of the landing party! Master of the landing party! <laughs> and they kept it in the film. <laughs> he just recited the plot to They probably did like five or six takes, and the director's like, you know what? Yeah. Best take. Okay, so now he's hit America. Yeah. And the joke is they all have American accents. As a matter of fact, they're all from New York. Oh, they all sound like it, too. Yeah, so and we're going to get the Chinese laundry What do you think joke. of that? The hell is that? The hell is that? <laughs> They're Americans. It's so funny. Well, it looks like, looks like, a, like well, a giant... That guy is Roger Rabbit. That's Charles Fleischer, the comedian. Yeah, and... Oh, no, that's Roger Rabbit? Yeah. You think it's some kind Wonder of why I didn't find that in my... Could be. Hey, maybe you see, he has a face for animation. Look, they're lowering a little canoe <laughs> from a big canoe. You know what that means? That so means that they're coming... Here's the perspective of the people watching this. They're all from England, right? Right. And they know the Carry On series, and everyone's talking, talking, hello, right? Now, I love their accents, but they don't notice it. It's just the way they got born. So they're hearing the American accent on the film going, oh, that's so funny. But right. me and you, we just hear regular guys talking. You know, like we don't. But they're—I mean—they're like they sound like they're from the fifties. I mean, or the thirties, what have you? Like little gang, tough gangster mook guys. Yeah, but it does sound normal. You know. Yeah. Oh, it is true. Their cadence, too, the way they act in this movie, especially when we see Larry Miller, is yeah. there's no space between their words. They're just like, they're just going. <laughs> That's right. They're yeah. New Yorkers. Yeah. If you care to convey our best wishes and tell them what we've come All right, so they're meeting them. What's funny is they're pretending they're well, speaking a different language. Oh, Becca Hava. That's racist. He said something about how. He said he's not Chinese. So we're not in China? I'd say we were in India. Did you speak Indian? Well, not fluently. This is history, too. This is how Christopher Columbus discovered the Indians. He landed. He saw somebody. He says, you must be an Indian. Now, listen, I just want to be very liberal for a second. That's the worst thing ever, that Indian thing. It's like, we made a mistake. Uh We named you wrong. Right? Uh-huh. We know, we know that we made a mistake. But you know what? We're still calling you back. <laughs> for decades, for centuries. Disrespect. Oh my God, it's the ultimate disrespect. It's saying, we thought you were someone else. It was the first act of Trump America way back when. Yeah, he's, he, uh, I think that's the only history he knows is Native American history because his attacks yeah. are always like just pretty dead on. Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so now they're being brought to the chief. All right, and who's Larry? favorite guy. Larry Miller. from Long Island. Hi, chief. Hey, how about what do you hear? What do you say? All right. Hey, I was with uh, you. We are doing some kind of traveling laundry. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding me. Because <laughs> they had sails on their boat. They thought they were the Chinese laundry guys. Hey. Green. Yeah. No, not another mime troupe. He can't even spell. But it's a nice suit. I said they're they're offering treasures to the king. Is it like toys? It's a bowl. Oh. Well, I guess the buck stops there. 
No, that's a deer, Michael. <laughs> oh, oh dear. I, I, last Friday, I found five bucks in my yard. Uh huh. And one and one doe. And one doe. Yeah, six deer in all. Did you shoot them? Why, why would I shoot yeah. money? Oh, I thought you were referring to never one. <laughs> why would I shoot my deer, honey? Okay, so the joke is he doesn't know what a cigar is. He's gonna eat. Yeah, it. he's eating a cigar. And it tastes like shit or dog shit, whatever he says. Yeah, I was wondering about that. And then he lights it. He goes, "Oh, you're supposed right. to light it." And they well, they say, "Oh my goodness, you cook it while you eat it." <laughs> you need a lot of smoking in this movie just to get through it, I guess. <laughs> the cast is getting high so they can make it to the last reel. Hey, Larry, it's Larry Miller in the 90s with a cigar. He's going to go yeah. play poker with Jim Belushi. He was really good in this film. Now, the first time I think I ever bumped into him was in that um, uh, Julia Roberts. Pretty um, Woman. Yeah, Pretty Woman, right. Yeah, I think that's but probably his breakout role. The thing is, you see him in in other films, and he almost goes unnoticed. Uh, some, he's so dry and deadpan. Yeah, he uh, he's in, must be in a hundred sitcoms throughout mm-hmm. the last fifty years. I mean, he must have just been called up and just does his stuff and go. You know, I know because he has a really famous comedy routine about like the five stages of drinking, and uh, it's it was a great bit. But you know, he is a very funny yeah. comedian and uh, yeah, very very dry guy. Of course, that's just what I right say. Right now, he's right, doing. Right. Are you wearing the big hat? Have you away? But you'll be sorry. See, that's Roger Rabbit. You'll be ah, sorry. Yeah, that's New York for you. Oh, they're still offering them bells. Mm. Two bells. <laughs> Three bells. Three bells. I think it's gold. 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 We trade. We trade. Me take gold. You take gold. You take bells. Balls. No, not balls. That's what bells. Takes. Bells. <laughs> bells. Balls. 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 He'd say, "Who's the who's the probably best actor in Law and Order?" He's like bells. I don't get that joke. Is that the last name of one of the? Yeah. Oh, Belzer. Belzer. Yeah. Ha ha. Him. All right. No. Well, I never. He just gave up comedy, man. You, you don't think he, he doesn't he perform? He doesn't does Vegas? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he does, and I don't know about it. What I mean is, on our lexicon of, like, fame... He, oh, right. He might have come back. He, he one day decided, I'm just going to do the steady gig on this police show doing not comedy at all, and I'm not. I'm just not going to perform for you in movies or TV anymore. He just went away. Well, he lives in France, so maybe that's uh, it. Like he just makes enough to live in France and lives in France. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's listen now and see if he gives. What his, do uh, these guys want? Food, women, sheep, sheep. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> nice to see the American or sheep fuckers. Gold? When they can have sheep? 
You know, it also like they're the Incas, right? Or yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna have any. See, that's the thing. What can you say? They're kind of mixing it up with Cortez. Yeah, right. Was that 1492? No way. Yeah, that's like that was the 1600s. Yeah, it was 492. I know my history. No, it was the 1600s (laughs) that uh, Cortez went to the Mayans and like wreaked havoc. Got them all sick with disease. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. There was the civilization. It stood, right? They had pyramids. They're really called ziggurats. They had a whole healthy trade thing going on. They had their own weird-ass religion, but it was theirs. You know what I mean? Like, they made it up. And we showed up, not we. Yeah. Cortez yeah. showed up, and he just said, okay, civilization over. That's it. Now now it's a new, you know. You guys lived here, but now. We're meeting the witch doctor. Oh, uh, yeah. I went to the witch doctor. Uh, he said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Wait, wait, Carl, witch doctor? <laughs> Dr. Dara. Oh, yeah, okay. Wingling a bang bang. Oh, look, he's the making The shaman it made it rain. Just on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a joke you saw coming a mile away. But no, they actually built a rig to pour water on this actor, and the actor got water poured <laughs> on him, like, a couple times, I'm sure, and uh, that's just for this joke. A lot of effort went into this joke. Yup. Um, you might like this. Larry Miller was in National Lampoon's Bag Boy Pike. What's it called? Bag Boy, P-I-K-E. Ba- National Lampoon's Bad Boy Pike. Okay. 2007. I'll have to look that up, Bad Boy Pike. Well, Larry Miller. He was in Nutty Professor. Yeah. He was in Waiting for Gusman. Oh, yeah, great. He was in Runaway Bride as the bartender. Maybe he's got a connection with uh, Pretty well, cause, Woman Girl. Well, because uh, Runaway Bride is also the same director as Pretty Woman. So it was like, oh, it was okay. kind of, and had Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. So it was an unofficial sequel. Uh-huh. It's an unofficial sequel. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, different he plots. He was in 10 Things same. I Hate About You as a gynecologist. Uh, oh, right. He said, listen, John Ritter, this is a gynecologist. I think you're in the wrong office. <laughs> no, I, he was in Best in Show. Oh, so uh, he did an improv again for Christopher Guest. He was okay. We said his breakout role, but I don't know about that. Uh, here, he was in The Princess Diaries. Oh, I don't think I saw it. that's the one where the, the uh, no, I'm thinking the editor were Prada, the Devil. Oh, Prada. right, right. Yeah, The Princess Diaries is it isn't a Mel. Is it a Mel Gibson film? Uh, no, not it's Mel not Gibson. Uh, it's Mel, a Disney film. Um, I think it's Anne Hathaway. And, and no, Julia Roberts. Uh, Julia, Julia, uh, Julia Andrews. Uh, Are you thinking the Adderall Diaries? No, the Princess Diaries. The Princess Diaries. Yeah. It's an old film. With Leonardo DiCaprio, and he plays basketball. Oh, the Princess Diaries. No, yes. the Princess Bride, you dumb. Right? Oh, 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 yes. Yeah. And you're right. Princess Diaries was what's her name? That yeah. That girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's she married to now? Uh, she's married to the prince. Silly. 
<laughs> That's what it said in her diary, but in real life, isn't it like uh, Mr. Famous Actor uh, uh, it was from ER? <laughs> no, right, Wiley. Oh, George Clooney? Yeah. Oh, I don't... Anne Hathaway? Okay, so now they're saying, do you want the gold? Yes, we want the gold. Okay, it's in these scary caves that are cursed. And they go, okay, we'll go there. And it was their plot to get him killed. Oh, but they're going to do it anyway. they're sending him with the shaman. Did you notice that when they were doing that shark joke, the music went... Yup, I did, yeah. Just enough notes off so they're not going to get sued. Oh, here's Charles Fleischer again. I like Charles Fleischer, but... Yeah. He, he's so a he's as a live comedian. Like if you see his set, he just goes yeah. on. It's great. Like very powerful magic. He can never die. He's immortal. It's so funny. Like, all right, we're bringing back the old British series. The last twenty minutes yeah. are Americans and go. <laughs> now they. By the way, now they're before they were pretending they couldn't understand each other because it was different language. Now they're past that and they're just. Yeah, they're just talking Having accent to accent. They can speak in. We want you, uh, would you like to remember about these? Nah, forget about them. Huh. Oh, well, uh, you don't want to remember them? That's Something now about he's, she's got to get naked. Why? Oh, right, because they're all, they're all guys and they're, they're de- disturbing. No, no, I think it's, I think it's that uh, they brought food and Christopher Columbus's team didn't. So they're like, well, trade us your armor and they're doing it. I don't know. They're trading for. Yeah, she's got a. Here we go. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, 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 ba. Well, play it. It's really playing. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, there goes his mustache, oh there goes the beard. Well, as he done to him? John Bolini, he turned a man into a woman. This must be a new spell. He's yeah, never done this before. It doesn't make a habit of it. It doesn't make a habit of it. See, that was some sort of... I mean, what? Why? what's the joke there, though? I don't know. The, the uh, witch doctor turned a man into a woman. No, but then the gay guy goes... Don't make a habit of it. Is that because he wants to keep more men? Or oh, I thought he said I could, could make it a habit, like planning okay. that he would want to be next. But I might have misheard it. Well, yeah, see, I don't think it's that he would want to be next. I think it's more that, like, if you make men into women, I lose a man. Oh, know, I, like I, I'm going to go with you, person who's seen this movie three times. Yeah, I've got a good gay dog. <laughs> Okay, uh, now they're making some sort of deal with the... Uh, royalty? Yeah. Royalty meets royalty now. But you care? But first you must eat this hummoed sandwich. <laughs> Where's the ham sandwich? Where's the Jewish guy? The Jewish guy shows up in the boat, right? He's, no, he's there. He's... Uh, Moshi. He's one of... He just he's not wearing his... What? Is he Star of David or his... No, he he was there. He's one of the crew. All right. All right. Uh, there he so goes. All four of those guys that they picked up uh, pretty much comprised the crew. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's this the... guy that looks like Harvey Keitel. Oh, well, he must be very proud back in 92. Might have been Harvey Keitel. He worked in everything. <laughs> yeah, right. 
okay, just like they made reference to the Jaws film, we're now going to make reference to Raiders of the Lost Ark. He doesn't sound too Oh, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't understand this. They're in a cavern, and here comes the booby traps. Yeah. Yeah, that's it when doesn't you, make sense why there would be booby traps. When you go to the Indiana uh, Jones ride at Universal Studios, uh, uh-huh. it starts off in the gift shop, and you're like, forget that, I want to get out of here. And then suddenly this boulder blocks you, and you're, you're stuck now, in the gift this shop. This is really weird. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but he's going he's gonna to come back up. He falls they down this hole. It. Hey. He falls up. The witch doctor. And they don't explain it. Yeah, that's really, uh, boy, this movie he lost all credibility. Hole, and it him out like a whale. That doesn't make any sense. Wait a minute, this whole film doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm free. When are we free from this movie, Carl? Uh, it's, well, it's yeah. maybe 15 minutes. I'm not sure. I'd have to check, but it goes we're, we're in Act 3. We're in Act 3. Yeah, but Act 3 is like 90 minutes long. No, Act 3 is about 30 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> it goes 10 minutes, 15 minutes, intermission, 90, 90 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Overture. We're in Act 4. Yeah. Epilogue. Epilogue. Curtain call. Encore. Did you hear the story about San Francisco Theater this week as we record this show on February 17, 2019 and record and stream it live on Mediradio.fm? Uh, there I was think a, I heard about... Yeah. You said San Francisco Theater, right? Yeah. I heard it on CORE. Hamilton. What, what happened? Uh, there's a theater on Market Street right, right by the main li- branch library that has been showing Hamilton. And oh. uh, during the production of Hamilton... There is a gunshot on stage. At the same time, a woman in the audience had a very severe heart attack, unrelated. And people thought she had been shot. One person yelled, gun, causing the <laughs> entire audience to scramble the fuck out of there. And three people got injured, including somebody got a leg broken. Oh, here comes the Indiana wow. Jones boulder. And according to the article, which was in the... Uh, Chronicle and the SF Gate website. People got out of this, you know, the neighborhoods. It's a little sketch. You know, if you're paying uh-huh. $686 for a theater ticket, it's sketch, you know? Okay. So yeah. it's just a neighborhood. It's just, a, you know, it's just part of the city, but it is kind of like, you know, tenderloiny. And I've seen people shoot up around there. I've seen people shit around there. It's just part of mm-hmm. it. But the people ran out of the theater and they said, reported that people would run into the patrol cars that were parked. I'm working. Oh. So they went out of the theater, opened the door of a police car, and went inside. Because it was a gunman. <laughs> do they know that the back door locks? <laughs> yeah. Right. So if there is a gunman outside, they'll shoot the fucking police car of the yeah, people in the back. Stuck. Yeah. They thought they were like police Ubers. Give me home. So what's the name of that neighborhood? Because I have these statistics here. It's the Tenderloin. I, I it might be mid market. Ah, here, I'm looking it up. Okay, yeah. it says here that 46% of the people who do heroin in the tenderloin were just giving it a shot. Yeah, they were just giving it a shot, That should, and that's in your book. See if it works for them. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, have any spoon and lighter puns, so. 
Do you not know have any more heroin jokes? Uh, no, I, I do. Uh, so, it's got to be a great drug. I mean, you see a guy laying in the gutter, you rush to help him. He's like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's laying in muck, and it's all good. You know that's a good high. You know, uh, they say that a rich man has a chance to get into heaven as a camel can go through a needle. But that's if it's a heroin needle, that's no problem because it's just... <laughs> Listen, you, you can you or can you not get a camel into the Space Needle in that elevator? Oh, the Space Needle? Oh, in Seattle? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Bible never specified the, the location. Yeah. I did it. I got a, elephant, uh, a camel through this, uh, a needle, Space Needle. Uh, get me to heaven. <laughs> There's, I, I forget oh, what's their deal. Chief? Bring the gold for trading. You know, the uh, the special gold. The one He's we use winking. for trading with special wink, gold. Wink, wink, wink. Good oh, job, right Larry. away, Larry. Sure thing, Larry, boss. Now, did the Incas smoke chocolate back in the day? I don't know. There was coca. I yeah. don't, did you say Incas? You mean Mayan. Mayas, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this movie made me racist. Pay me bonuses. He might cut off me emoluments. <laughs> well, if he does... You could always get a job as a eunuch. Okay, so she's basically saying, I quit the Sultan. I'm in love with Col Christopher Columbus. I'm in love with my father-in-law. Yeah. Well, I'm in lust, at least, with my father-in-law. A <laughs> Lifetime original movie. Sexy father-in-law father I like to fuck. A Lifetime uh, original movie. A mill. Finn. Daughter-in-law. No, daughter-in-law. D-I-L... <laughs> Delif. Delif and Delif. She's Delifish. <laughs> okay, so he they're heading back to uh Spain and for some reason these guys are like uh the the like viceroy and governor. Uh huh. And they're saying how there's been improvements. We civilized you, and then they're shooting guns. Get I don't to the governor's oh right, the thing is like I thought you guys were were wouldn't shoot guns, and like you 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 made us shoot guns. Yeah. Oh, there's the Chinese laundry ship. Look at that! It's a big thing of gold. But I think it's like fake gold. Yes, Huh? You mean gold for fools? Look. What? Doesn't feel heavy enough. Give me a knife. Yeah, they're gonna find out who's in you. Carve that gold. Be careful. My knife. What's that? Sounds like the captain. Please, God, he's having a seizure. Oh, I think we're ending this movie. Yeah, we're getting. We got to get back to. He's got to get in front of the king and queen. Oh right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He has. He has a. Uh, this is Christopher Columbus of Voyage. The Voyage. Voyage. Up oh, here we go. We're in front of the Queen and King. So we are wrapping up here. To accept the first consignment of gold. Um, I could tell you some facts about this thing I might have left out. Well, I know there was a sequel to all the Columbus, Christopher Columbus movies. No. Yeah. Well, The Voyage Two. Afterwards, uh -huh. where he calls uh -huh. up and he says, "Hey, look, I'm going to be late for work today. Uh, I'm taking uh, me day." Like a per for like emotional health. Oh well, no, Christopher Columbus Day, it's a national holiday. Oh, it's a me day. 
Don't I have, we don't have off for work tonight. It's me day. Alright, here he is. Here comes this Spanish Inquisition black hood guy. Yes, father. And were these Indians baptized? I can't believe we made it to the end. I drank an entire pot of coffee while we listened to this. <laughs> I had a cup and an apple. Well, that's the point of this show, is that these movies are really hard to sit through without us. The court. Without somebody cursed with you. And but listen, if you're listening at home, please do watch the movies. Yeah, this is a good movie. Look, you get to see bare ass at the end of the Yeah, thing. look at that vibe. Oh, uh, the Inquisitor is like, it's all mine. <laughs> see, he and shows up again. Fault. My fault. It's his the king fault. and queen. Yes. Why didn't you I have think that the Inquisitors back? took all the gold. But it's all fake anyway. Yeah. Oh, so they're just stuck the with the girls them. with their. Um, I know they're topless women. Girls in the background. They just—I don't know—they're the king and queen. They're swingers, I guess. Do you think they're the native peoples? They no, they're back in Italy. Like that. They're back in Spain. Yeah, you're right. One thing worries me. Did they bring them? Well, well, nobody questions the Inquisition. They're the ones who ask the questions. Yeah, they—they they inquire. Yeah, it is. It's a British show. Mm-hmm. It uses the English language. Inquiry. Thought. Oh, good. The people we don't give a shit about are, right. are going to get married. That's 100% right, Mike. We're getting a payoff of the story that we hardly gave a crap about. I know. Here's the wedding of the couple that were not in this movie. Right. Yeah. But they were. Yeah, they were. Like, there were two scenes. Yeah. This movie's not even as long. I want to see the father-in-law of There we go. Oh, daughter-in-law. Daughter. We're acting. Let us consummate our... Oh, yeah, right. ...father and daughter. Yeah, here we go. Title line. Carry on, Columbus. Carry on, Columbus. calm. Father-in-law. See, this is the end scene of the reboot of this series. That's the uh, very last second of this series. Oh, here comes my favorite song, the 1992 techno smash. I got the heavy metal. Get the heavy metal going. Here we go. Flip, 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 flip. So how did I miss this? I probably just said... You probably were throwing up during this part. I just, yeah, I stopped watching the second... Listen, do, 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 do. Mortal Kombat! Fight! Fight! Are you ready? Round one. Round one. Fatality. The Chief, Larry Miller. It's, yeah. Charles Fife, Pontiac. Long Island, I love that. And then we get like, ooh, a little mashup techno. This is the techno where they would take a theme song and then just throw techno on it. Well, there was like, I love to count. Ah, 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 ah. Uh-huh. Blip, 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 blip. Yeah. Das Boot. Blip, blip, blip. One. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a Sesame Street, it was called. <laughs> and uh, it was do, 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 do. Mortal Kombat. Wow, I love this music. It's like, yeah, this movie did come out in 92. We'll give it away. But it's so tacked on. I mean, it has not. It does not go with the theme of the movie at all. No, no. This movie's about. Remember those movies from 1963? Here's another one. Now I know you're going to show us the trailer. Can we pitch? Yes. 
So oh. March 3 is Sunday. It's the live show, right? And people get yes. tickets for that and go to Mutiny Radio. Yeah, do you want to talk about it? And I'll set up the trailer for the next one. Okay. All right, go ahead. Talk March- away. Okay, there's Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival happening, and there's going to be oh, eight quazillion comedians all in eight quazillion days, or whatever the hype is. But the cool thing about it is our show will be live, and Mike will be in studio in the Mission District. That's right. That district is his mission, and uh, you can come and be there live and watch the movie with us. I'll be on the phone. I'm trying to fly there, but I don't know that my wife's going to go for it. <laughs> so we'll see. Then on March 24, if you live in New Jersey, in Springfield, New Jersey, at Scotty's Cub and P- Club, Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove will be the Promote Your Podcast comedy show in which Mike Spiegelman will be appearing live yes. via Skype. Via it's Skype. A number one. That's right. It's his only area appearance, and it's a number, the first time ever. Yeah. Mike is going to travel 3,000 miles to right. entertain a, a, an audience. I'm, I'm here to entertain. It's like OTB. Well, all right, so those are the two shows. Bob if you are near Scott, uh, Springfield, New Jersey, go to Scotty's on uh, Sunday, yeah. uh, March 24th. It is uh, Comedians with Podcasts, eight, eight podcasts of our chock full of comedians doing sets, including Carl, who's yeah. hosting. There's nine, nine of them. Nine of them. And I will be doing a set via Skype from San yeah. Francisco to New Jersey. And then we are doing a live show, as Carl mentioned, on March 3rd. Carl, I think the movie I'm going to pick is a film we did without you. It was just like okay. the seventh film, and it's called okay. Ratfink a Boo Boo, and it, and right. we don't really need audio for it. But I'm going to look for another film that doesn't need audio. But other than that, I'm, I think we're going to do a rebroadcast because it's, it's a good movie to see as a group. Oh, you mean for the March third show? Yeah. Ratfink a Boo Boo three three. Should I? Is it decided and I should research it or no? No, I mean, if you want to. I mean, I, I already no, did No, no, you tell me. Well, you know, maybe let me find a different movie so you can do the, the fame research. But let us uh, see. Uh, let's introduce some film for next week. Okay. Uh, we will have, uh, I'm trying not to say, uh, if you want to come uh, and become part of us, we'll be doing a show next Sunday and we'll be watching a movie from 1936. It is called gambling with souls and uh, back in the 30s there was a lot of scare films about marijuana and such this one is a woman who goes into prostitution to pay off gambling debts so I'm going to play a trailer and you know being a 1930s trailer there'll be placards and I'll read them out loud you mean from the Captain of the Enterprise yeah right Captain Picard Interstitial. Captain Interstitial. Gambling with Souls. And it's like dancing girls. There's a lot of nudity in this film. See, they're tap dancing and they're barely wearing bikinis. A thrilling, dramatic, sensational story. Uh, it looks like a car accident. $10,300? $10,000. Of course, you can give me a check now or arrange to pay it tomorrow. Then your credit will be extended again. I can't pay that much. You can't. Shark. How's that? I haven't any money. You haven't any money. What's a girl to do? What do you mean you haven't any money? Huh. A beautiful girl whose husband cannot afford the luxuries. 
So she sought them elsewhere, and she's sticking money in her garter. She sells her soul for money. Oh, she's taking off her. Ooh, you can see her gar sinks to lowest oh. level. You can see her girdle in that shot. Nightlife uncovered. Can't hang girls. Men who stop at nothing. Hybrid for wildlife. Prime luxury wine. It's a long trailer. Women. Weed. Gambling. Weed. Nope. Gambling with souls. Rated PG 10. Ooh, she just hit her underwear. We'll hold you. The awful truth disclosed. Life is cheap. Uh, this three women are approaching, four women approaching this guy. See the passions of the week. W E A K, not W E E K. Well, that's weak, man. That is so weak. Oh, they're kissing and he's disrobing. You can see shoulder, man. Self sacrifice. Oh, she's is just disrobing or dat robing? Honor unknown. Oh wow, she's bare shoulder right now. I think she's Full doing it. nudity. Yeah, you can see some silhouette right now. There she is. Oh, that guy is still wearing his tux. I think she's doped up. All right, well that's it. Gambling with Souls from the 1930s okay. will be looking our film next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, it's yeah. one of those oldies, but goodies, I'm sure. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening to us and subscribing to our podcast, either from mutinyradio.fm. Go to podcasts and look for our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We're also on iTunes. We're also on Twitter. We're also on uh, Twitch. We're also on uh, Facebook and let's watch full length movie on youtube.blogspot.com finally if you want nice. to check out Carl in New Jersey go to carl.sucks yeah. thank you yeah and check out him and uh, you can find me at uh, I don't know who gives a shit I got nothing going on uh, Luggage Tuesdays Luggage Tuesdays or? yeah uh, I'll be in the 100th Pinterest? issue of Savage Henry Alternative Times Humor Magazine out in Humboldt County uh, and uh -huh. that's a print publication so check that out and we want to thank everybody for listening and uh, Carl thank you what a fun show today thank you. carry on Carl carry on carry on Columbus carry on thank Garth alright well uh, and thank you guys and we'll see you again bye Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman Hi, this is Carl I wrote this song I I'm Mike's friend My turn-ons are satin sheets I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF.
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be 
Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counteroffer and Subliminal SF. <laughs> 